The purpose of this podcast is to educate and inform. It is no substitute for professional care by your doctor or your qualified healthcare professional. Never disregard or delay professional medical advice because of something you've heard on this podcast or in any linked material. Guests who speak on this podcast express their own opinions, experience, and conclusions. Dr. Shirley neither endorses nor opposes any particular opinion discussed on this podcast. The views expressed on this podcast have no relation to those of any academic, hospital, practice, institution, or other entity with which Dr. Shirley may be affiliated. Welcome to Forever Fab, the podcast on fashion, the art of living, and all things beauty. This podcast is curated by Dr. Shirley Madir, MD, as the definitive source of holistic wellness through beauty. I've always believed that fashion, through its ability to facilitate creativity and self-expression, is empowering. Today's guest has a mission to liberate us through fashion and help us to manifest our most confident self. Brenda Cooper is an Emmy Award-winning fashion stylist, costume designer, image coach, and color expert. She won her Emmy for creating the costumes for the iconic television series, The Nanny and as the co-host of E's hit TV show, Fashion Emergency. Her roster of celebrity clients includes Fran Drescher, Jamie Lee Curtis, and Tashina Arnold, among others. Brenda is also a public speaker and author, having penned the book, The Silhouette Solution. Brenda believes that taking risks with your wardrobe will lead to being emboldened to take risks in other areas of your life. As German philosopher Goethe stated, quote, boldness has genius, power, and magic in it, end quote. And as American writer T.S. Eliot wrote, quote, only those who will risk going too far can possibly find out how far it is possible to go, end quote. So it may be that perhaps in taking risks with your wardrobe, you may feel empowered to go further than you would have otherwise imagined. This is perhaps the power of style. As per her website, brendacooper.com, Brenda guides women on how to easily elevate their confidence and self-esteem, which ultimately transforms their relationship with others, themselves, and the world. Her mission is to empower as many women as possible to express themselves fully and authentically and to flourish in all areas of their lives and to be ready to take on anything. Brenda takes her clients on as aspirational and supportive, and it is through this journey towards self-discovery and self-expression that helps her to equip them with the tools, strategies, and a transformed wardrobe needed to look, feel, and be their very best. She joins me via StreamYard today to discuss self-actualization, confidence, and empowerment through fashion and style. Welcome, Brenda Cooper. Congratulations on all of your success. And thank you for becoming a member, a beautiful member of the Forever Podcast community. Welcome, 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 and kudos. It's my absolute pleasure, Dr. Shirley. And could you send me that intro? (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> yes, yes, yes. Wow, I was like, who is this person? That's you, that's totally you. I will definitely send it to you. Oh, it is yours, God. you may have it because it is, it's all oh. you. Well, thank you. That was a beautiful thank you. Thank you so You're much. So, so yeah. very welcome. I am eager and anxious to get to know more about you. So shall we dive right into it? Absolutely. Ask me anything. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What or who inspired you to pursue a field in fashion? Okay. Well, so I'll tell you what it was, Dr. Shirley. I, I, I lived in New York in, the, in my 20s, um, you know, the fast lane of New York City in the late 70s and early 80s. And I came to a point in my life um, when I actually needed to get a job. I, <laughs> my acting was going nowhere faster than the speed of sound. I wasn't modeling anymore. And I actually had to get a job. Okay. So I sat down and it was like, damn. But I can't, I just can't, I'm the type of person I am is like, I just couldn't go and sit in an office. I've done that when I was young. I had to do something that I was passionate about. And what I was passionate about and always had been was about clothing and mm. getting dressed and haunting all the vintage clothing stores, <clears throat> excuse me, in London in the 1970s. So I thought, okay, I'm good. I'm good at this. So it's funny I always say that my career actually found me. And when you connect to your source or connect to your authenticity, yes. it's amazing what shows up. Because I made that decision and then I started a little fashion consulting business where I would literally, I mean, no education, nothing. I was just good at putting clothes together. So I would go into uh, women's wardrobes and I would transform their wardrobe completely and they'd walk out of the wardrobe going I feel like I have a completely new wardrobe and I wow. went bravo fantastic I love that so my, I think my second client I met this gentleman at the gym we were both riding the bikes it was I think it was in 1989 um and he asked me he wanted me to do his wardrobe and I came over and I did I um you know reinvented his wardrobe and gave him advice and he said you're really good at this I want to introduce you to um an agent for costume designers wow and I was like, okay, but I've, I've actually, even though I've acted and done commercials and models, I've never actually worked as a costume designer. Um, well, he said, but call her anyway. Um, it took me three weeks to pluck up the car. <laughs> make the call to say, what am I going to say to her? That's because you didn't have the right outfit, Brenda. If you had on the right <laughs> outfit, you'd have called immediately. <laughs> so so uh, well, to be really honest, even though I appear to be a very confident person, which I am in yes. my area of expertise, yes. I'm like everybody else. I have fears and insecurities and all of this. So I made the call. And I guess in England, they call it the gift of the gab or the <laughs> role so um she liked me and three days later I had a job assisting as a shopper on a Wes Craven movie wow and three years later I'm walking up on stage to get an Emmy for my wow. first job which was which was my first official job was the nanny wow incredible because, yeah I met Fran on my second job I was an assistant to a wonderful costume designer called Eduardo Castro. And it was a, a short-lived sitcom with these three actresses. One was Twiggy. Wow. One was Fran Drescher and the other was Julie Haggerty. And the designer employed me as his assistant. And I met Fran and Fran said to me, if I, I think this is 1990, if I ever get my own show, 
I, I want you to be my designer. I was like, wow. Legendary. She, she kept her word. And yes. um, a year later she called me and she said, they've just sold a show to, to CBS called The Nanny and she would love me to be the costume designer. Wow. Don't you love a woman of her word? Oh. Yes. A woman of integrity and a woman yes. of her word. Yes. yes. Do you make a distinction, Brenda, between fashion and style? And if so, how would you define style or fashion? Oh, gosh, that's always such a... God, that's that's a, a hard one, right? No, it's a good question. It's a great question. But um, what I always say is um, use fashion. Don't be a victim of fashion, mm. okay? Because it's so easy to become a victim of trends. I say use fashion to create your own personal style. So, oh, I like that. Oh, absolutely. I mean, if you wear the clothes that fit and flatter your body, you will always be fashionable. Okay? But if you get caught up in trying to follow the trend, trying to fit in, you mm -hmm. know, the group, and it, the trend, and so many of them do not fit or flatter your body, it's like you're not going to feel comfortable, you're not going to feel confident, um, and it's all about finding, it's all about finding the authentic you. Yes. I mean, if, and sometimes it's a risk to find the authentic you. Right. You know, um, it's not about wearing, you know, the latest short, short skirt or some of the ridiculous trends that you see. It's it's having the courage to wear what flatters you. And I guarantee, as with all my clients, wear what flatters your body, wear you're not dressing your body, you're dressing your personality too. Yes. You dress yes. clothes and you will walk into a room and I promise you everyone will be asking you where you got your clothes. This is like fashion, philosophy, this is amazing. There's so many nuggets and everything that you're saying. I can't write fast enough, but I'm glad it's being recorded because I'll get it after. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what would you say are the essential elements of, if I may use the term that I used earlier, liberating yourself from trends and dressing for whom you are, but also dressing for whom you want to be? And I'm alluding to the fact that you, you speak of fashion freedom. What exactly... What does that look like? What does it feel like? Well, um, can you repeat the question, please? Yes, of course. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> what is fashion? Hold on, I need you to break it up into parts. So yes. I can go on. Okay. Yes. So what would you say are the essential elements of liberating yourself from trends? Mm -hmm. How do you dress for whom you want to be? And what do you mean by fashion freedom? We'll take okay. those in three parts. Okay. So hold on. And if I ramble, will you please stop me? <laughs> I'll let you go on and I shall repeat the question. To, to, li to liberate yourself from trends, yes. um, you have to know your body. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm thinking through on my feet. You have to know your body and you have to know what flatters your body because trends do not make you look fashionable. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Um, and you need to know uh, your style. You need to discover what do you like? How do you like to express yourself? Do you love a romantic look? Okay. Mm -hmm. Do you love a high glamour look? Um, do you love a conservative look? To do to do the um, um, 
which is the basis of my book, you know, to, to discover what your style personality is all about. Are we dinging all over the place? I'm so sorry. No worries. I sorry. love it when a woman is popular. It's, it's, <laughs> discover what your style personality, which is completely separate from trends, mm-hmm. you know, and um, and then to put together a wardrobe that fits and flatters your body, okay, which is what I did with my book. Because I, after 30 years of being in this business and working with hundreds, thousands of people, I saw that there's a theme of certain clothes that fit and flatter everybody, every type of body, which people think is, well, that's not possible. It's unheard of. Well, it, it actually is because I have proven it over and over again. And it forms the basis of you discovering your style. Mm. So, so, and it's about simplicity. Um, fashion can be very confusing and overwhelming. Yes. yes. It really is. It's like, what do I wear? What color do I wear? Um, um, what do I wear to what? The whole thing can be anxiety-causing and confusing. And my purpose and mission is for, for women, which is which I love to do, is to see their confidence just blossom and flower and to see their body language change and to see mm. them stand differently and hold themselves differently um, and and them not understanding or just knowing that clothing can do that for you. Um, you know what it's like, Dr. Shirley. You put on a certain outfit or a pair of shoes and all of a sudden you're uplifted. Yes. It just makes you feel good. Okay. Well, my proposal is to put an entire wardrobe together like that and yes look at the trends and I each season I look at the trends and I say okay what can be classic what what can I use three seasons from now because I am not an advocate of having to throw out your wardrobe every season Um, I'm not an advocate of fast fashion I'm an advocate of finding those pieces um, that work for your body which is like the the um you know, the pieces that are in the, in the silhouette solution and um, being able to put a very simple wardrobe together that's go-to, that it's easy for you in the morning. We've got families, we're wives, we're mothers. Um, we've got our own jobs. It's like, it's the last thing we think about is ourselves. Okay? Right. And I'm saying, follow a simple system, go into that wardrobe and walk out looking absolutely exquisitely beautiful appropriate and take on your day right so fashion is not frivolous in fact by what you just explained and what is in your book the silhouette solution fashion is empowering and therefore it really helps to elevate your mindset would you agree with that yes absolutely dr shirley i was thinking about it today imagine a wedding cake without the icing oh yeah it wouldn't wow. be much a wedding cake, would it? No. You know, and as I always say, our image that is often treated, it's called a soft skill. Mm-hmm. You know, but but which kind of has a, a feeling of that it's kind of not important. Right. But as I always say, it's it's the last thing we often think about. And it's always the first thing that we see, whether you're walking into a meeting, whether you're standing on stage, whether you're a doctor working with clients. Okay, and and they're looking to you um, for confidence, for your expertise. They want to trust you. They want to feel safe, you know, and um, going into a whole whole other aspect of it. The colors you wear are so important because you can make yourself look vibrant, magnificent, and you can make yourself look like royalty, whether you're wearing scrubs or an evening gown. Yes. Or um, you can you can illuminate your look. Or you can make yourself look washed out, 
um, and tired and sick. And from a doctor's point of view, because I worked with a doctor recently who's always in surgery. Yes. Wears scrubs. Yes. And he didn't he didn't even want to do a color analysis. His wife wanted him to do it. So he sat in in my studio and I took him through the process and he could not believe the results. The color of his face changed completely. Wow. Because wow. the colours he was wearing made him look completely red, uh, like he might have been drinking, which he does. <laughs> That's a bad thing for a surgeon. <laughs> changed his colours and he just looked amazing. Um so the aspects of it is the colors you choose to wear, the shapes you choose to wear, and then how you co coordinate it. And it just doesn't have to be confusing. Um, and it's about finding the authentic you. I completely agree with what you said. And, and I think it's valuable. I have a little bit, uh, I have a little story that I'll tell you very briefly during my training, my surge, my plastic surgery training, I was responsible at one point for uh, meeting weekly to review the important scientific data in the particular field. Every week I had to go through these journals and it was quite a bit of work. It was voluminous. It was, this is on top of working, you know, 140 hours a week. I, I had to review this data and summarize it for an entire department of uh, fellow plastic surgeons. So I'm doing this, I'm doing this. And at the end of the, maybe end of six months or whatever the case may be, one of the surgeons came up to me and said, thank you so much for doing a wonderful job summarizing the data and, and helping us all to understand, et cetera, et cetera. And I said, oh, I, I'm glad you, you saw my hard work. And then he added, and I also appreciate that you took the time to dress as well as you do. It makes a difference. I will never forget that. Yes. I, and I thought that I, I would never have expected that. But to your point, dressing a certain way to communicate whatever it is you wish to communicate, actually, they go hand in hand. And it's very important. Oh, it's incredibly important. Um, and I, when I think of speakers and working with speakers, you know, who are on stage in front of hundreds of people and they want to enroll an audience and engage an audience and all they're wearing is maybe uh, white black and white so yeah. when you're we don't have time to get into the science of it right. but you can't even see them because all i'm looking at is black and white and because they're not dressed as a unified whole they're not dressed in the colors that um that um harmonize with their skin tone mm. but i do have to add that we're not taught that no, either not. we're not given that education i wasn't given that education until i went out and got it and right. we go every season and we buy the new trends and the new colors because we like to look at them. We like yes. to look at them. But looking at a color and wearing a color against next to your skin is completely different. Yes. You know? And I always say that we often fall in love with colors that aren't in love with us. Yes, very true. And so when I work with people, I shift that whole Thing around and I'm sorry that my phone keeps uh dinging I'm so no sorry. worries no worries we'll tell that client you'll be right with them <laughs> actually William Shatner's office <laughs> oh my goodness all right <laughs> okay we can pause if you want to get back to Bill <laughs> Okay. Well, I have to say that I intentionally wore a, a nude shirt today because I, I didn't want me to be the focus of it, which I, I never am on this podcast. I wanted your words to come out and I, especially about color and style. So thank you for those that your commentary. Now, in terms of finding your authentic self and, and finding what colors may or may not work for you, what would you say is the most common mistake that women and men, for that matter, what is the co most common mistake that happens when we 
when we choose fashion, like what what is the most common mistake? Um, well, the most well, it's difficult to say the most common mistake, but well, one of the most common. I would say wearing clothes that actually don't flatter mm. uh, your body and that don't express that don't send the message that you want to send. Right. And a lack of awareness, because again, we're bombarded with, okay, let's say for example, we're bombarded with rock and roll singers and yeah. let's say, who are half naked on stage. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. now, now that's become a trend of yeah. being half naked walking along the street. Okay. Right. So you're going in for a job, a job interview, a young mm. person going in for a job, wearing that kind of look. So what message are you sending? It's always to think about what message do you want to send? Do you want to send a message of credibility and confidence? Yes. You know, uh, that you can do the job? Or do you want to send a message in a job interview of seduction and let's go clubbing? Right. You know? uh, um, and then people, they again, because we're not educated, look, take me into a kitchen and try and have me cook something and forget it. I'm just, <laughs> So because we eat food doesn't mean no, we know how to cook food. Right. Put on clothes doesn't necessarily mean that we know how to express the absolute best of ourselves and mm. express, send a different message for each an environment. You know, if you're going out on a date, it's that. If you're going out um, for a job interview, it's a different look. Yes. And to kind of expand your awareness in, in terms of your wardrobe uh, to fulfill the different areas of your life yes, um, and to start thinking like that. Yes. And would you agree that going even deeper uh, beyond having the awareness of the message that you want to send out, wouldn't you agree that choosing your, or having a certain fashion sense or, or choosing what you need to or want to communicate is really tantamount to knowing yourself? How, yes. Right? Would you agree with that? Yes, I would absolutely. And I'm um, knowing yourself on many levels, not just on a physical level, but on a mental level. Yes. Um, you know, knowing the good the good of you, the bad of you, and the ugly of you. you know? <laughs> I mean, that's a whole other area. In the first part of the book, I deal with my inner closet, your inner closet of yes. negative beliefs, of which so many of us have, that that lurking, you know, um, uh, den of disempowerment, I call it. You yes. Know? telling us that we're not good enough, I'm not pretty enough, I'm not tall enough. Um, and then you, that self-talk that that affects every area of your life. Yes. You know, it, it prevents you from taking a risk and going out there and and getting out onto the skinny branches and doing something uncomfortable, right. you know. Um, so knowing yourself, um, as passionate as I am about fashion and dressing the outside of the body, I'm equally passion uh, passionate about creating a confident and peaceful inner life and inner body so that you can be comfortable in your own skin. You've been listening to part one of the Forever Fab podcast with my fashionable and stylish guest, Emmy Award winning stylist, Brenda Cooper. Stay tuned for part two. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Forever Fab, the podcast on fashion, the art of living, and all things beauty, curated by Dr. Shirley Madir, MD. Live beautifully and help make the world a more beautiful place.